0: to the Opinionated Benchwarmers Podcast, episode 14. We're back, your Opinionated Benchwarmers, Carlos, Ramon, and Robert. And we're here to discuss the upcoming NFL season. How y'all guys doing tonight?
1: Yeah,
0: I'm good, bro. I'm just ready to get it rolling, so go ahead and get us kicked off. No, it's no time. No time. First of all, we're going to talk about how you guys let me mispronounce uh, Joe Paterno's name. So, for all those sports listeners, I'm not ignorant. I said the wrong name out of mistake. It's Joe Paterno, who I was talking about last episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a great opportunity for you to check out our last episode. But, it's Joe Paterno, not Patino. So, I just wanted to clear that potato, up. Potato, 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 yeah. Patino. Yeah, I just felt like an idiot when I listened to the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, bro, stop saying Patino. <laughs> you it's Pat- said it over and over too. It's Joe Paterno. <laughs> I said it with conviction. Right. But, yeah, like I stated, we're only a couple days away from the start of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Are y'all as excited as I am?
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's Tuesday. We're recording the podcast. So like you said,
0: two days away. Man, I'll sure. be giving away our secrets, man. <laughs> <laughs> man the, people, the people can know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we opened up the season up, you know, with the Falcons and the Eagles. A big matchup. So I'm excited to see that game. I got the, I got the Falcons winning it, so I don't know about y'all.
1: Yeah I think the Falcons Gonna pull that out But I'm excited too bro
0: So y'all ain't not Believing in the Nick Foles magic man mm,
1: Nah
0: not on open tonight Not on open tonight huh uh-uh. Well yeah I mean I don't know I, I think, Yeah I think the Falcons Will win uh, So I mean at least uh, What's your favorite Matchup or what's Your key matchup That you're looking Forward to This weekend
2: See how this opening game is so this Thursday game is one of my favorite matchups because I mean you got the Super Bowl champions coming in you know you got them you know um, you know with the backup quarterback Nick Foles like you mentioned before and I just really want to see how they play it out with the back with their backfield you know I want to see how that turns out I want to see how, who, who emerges with Alshon Jeffery being out with the injury look like he's going to miss week one um, I just really want to see how that team comes together. And then you got the Falcons on the other side. Can they get it together on offense? Last year, you know, they were uh, inconsistent on offense. Julio only scored three or four touchdowns last year. So I want to see if he gets it together and becomes that dominant receiver, as we know known before. So um, I want to see, you know, De- Devontae Freeman. You know, I want to see Tevin Coleman, how that split go. Are they still splitting it on, you know, 60-40? Are they down the middle? You know, can Tevin Coleman take over this year?
1: So, I mean, this first game is really interesting to me. Man, I I really think, too, that that's going to be a very interesting game. And the matchup I'm actually looking forward to really the most, you know, outside of seeing my coach play, obviously, is actually seeing that Jacksonville Jaguars versus Giants game. I'm ready to see Ramsey versus Odell. I'm ready to see that matchup. You're talking about probably, you know, top two, top three, if not number one corner in the league versus you know top two wide receiver out there ready to see them get matched up think Jacksonville is headed for just a great season this year That defense is going to be ridiculous once again one of the best defenses if not the number one defense and then I'm ready to see you know my boy Leonard Fournette get out there again think he's headed for a big game this weekend um especially against that that rush defense from the Giants. It's kind of a little inconsistent rush defense, kind of middle of the pack there. Um, So I'm very intrigued by that. Plus, I want to see that Giants offense. Um, I want to see if they can be, you know, potentially as potent as people are saying that they can be. You know, you got Odell now back. Um, You still got the weapons and Sterling Shepard there. You're looking at Evan Ingram as potentially one of the best tight ends in the league. And last but not least, Saquon Barkley is making his debut into the NFL. So, I'm really excited to see that matchup. But like I said, Ramsey versus Odell, like that's primetime TV. That's something you want to see.
0: Well, since y'all didn't do it, I'm going to go ahead and do it. My favorite matchup is, of course, my Saints versus the Buccaneers. <laughs> oh, come on. Boring. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Uh, I want to see what we look like. With uh, Ingram being suspended, I want to see what we look like with Alvin Kamara having a higher uh, workload. I want to see what Breeze is going to look like coming out. Is he going to look like his age, or he's going to have a, a accurate season like last year? I think he had his best, one of his best passer rating years last year. I just want to see. I want to see if Marshawn can follow up how he played, you know, last year as well. The defensive rookie of the year. So. There's a lot of things I want to see. I just want to see how we're going to come out. Are we going to come out flat? Are we going to come out, you know, on fire? This is going to be interesting for me to see. So, that's that's the matchup I'm looking forward to the most. I know I was Not being good. a little self-centered, but, I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, what I'm I looking forward game, to. Yeah, I think that game could be a, easily a
2: trap game for y'all, too. You know, I think y'all playing at home, and they're playing without their starting quarterback. So, I mean, I, I hope y'all come out ready. But, I mean, you know, they're good. Like I said, it'd be a trap game when you look at Fitzpatrick. You know, Fitzpatrick has shown that he can win before. He's not the best
0: quarterback, but, you know, he's shown that he can, you know, be a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so, I mean, let's uh talk a little fantasy here, guys. Uh, Carlos, you uh, released an article on on our site. If you hadn't checked it out, it'd be beneficial as a fantasy football player to go ahead and check that out. That's on uh on our website, opna the bench warmers. Uh you can check out the link in our Instagram and Twitter, uh O underscore bench warmers. Uh go ahead and check it out. But it's the bench warmers. It's our uh edition of Start and Sit, which we call First String and Bench Warmers. First, yeah, first string and bench warmers so, and bench warmers. So uh Los, would you what you uh would what you what's Uh, I guess bench warming. did you do you think will you know kind of blow fans minds that you chose so I mean I'll speak a little bit on the article um
2: so um I I take a little time when I type these articles out weekly and I look at it and I break it down um I try to stay away from the obvious starts you know you you know it's rarely you probably would never see me say oh you need to start Odell this week you're going to start Odell um Julio Jones Hopkins, those type of players every week, no matter what the matchup is, no matter what's going on with the situation, you know, unless there's some type of injury or something, you're going to start those guys. So I try to stay away from the the obvious start. So I try to slip in, you know, the guys that's maybe on your bench or maybe on the waiver wires, you know, that you consider picking up or starting, you know, on a bye week. So, you know, this week, you know, one of the players that I'm big and huge on, I think will have a huge game. And I know Ramon doesn't like this and probably won't like this, but it's Andy Dalton. You know, I think Andy Dalton Ooh. now got a, you know, going against the Colts this week. Um, I think he's going to have a big week. You know, I think, you know, with the Colts defense being a little suspect in there, top cornerback being Desir, um, you know, I think, you know, he can easily pick on those, those cornerbacks. And I think A.J. Green, John Ross, you know, are going to have huge games, you know, along with Joe Mixon out the backfield. Um so, um, Andy Dalton, you know, he's one of the guys I, I wouldn't mind. I think people should at least consider picking up or starting, you know, um, you know, maybe over a Jared Goff this week or, you know, a Garoppolo. You know, this week who Garoppolo has, he's matching up with the Vikings um, this week. So, I think Dalton will be a good solid play, and I think he'll give you at least, you know, 15 to 20 points this week, if not more. I think he's going to go off this week. Um, Another guy that I I like this week is uh, Lamar Miller against the Patriots. So in the article, I mentioned how Lamar Miller uh, beat 15 fantasy points. I think it came averaged out to maybe 14.85 to be exact uh, fantasy points with Deshaun Watson last year for the seven games they played together. Um, So Lamar Miller, he no longer has to worry about uh, Deontay Foreman, you know, taking carries for, from him, you know, cause he's, I believe he's going to start the year on the pup. So he's going to be out the first six weeks. So, um, he's going to be the down the one, two, the first, second, and third down back. The, you know, the, uh, Bill O'Brien came out and said that he's going to be his workhorse back. So, um, I'm excited to plug him in my lineup and, uh, roll with him and, uh, see how he turns out. I think he, especially in a PPR league, he's going to get you a solid, you know, uh, twelve to maybe sixteen points this week. So um, you know, like you mentioned before, check out the article on I me. Mean, I have plenty of other names on there. Another name I like again is John Ross,
0: Danny Amendola this week. Um, hey what I wanted to talk a little bit about uh John Ross. I didn't want you to gloss okay. over that one. Uh okay. I think okay. that as a you know as a rookie uh as a rookie receiver um, well, what's no, not a rookie. Last year he was a rookie. He was, well yeah, he's hurt all last yeah. year. So, I mean, some will be skeptical to start a guy right off the bat. They don't want to see. So, you're saying that fantasy players should put them in, put them in their lineup for sure. Yes, I think he's a, a good flex play this week. Uh, again, with the matchup against the Colts,
2: um, and their defense not being. As good on paper right now. I think, you know, and then you look at the team. You look at the Bengals. Again, their problem last year was they couldn't sustain their drives. Um, and so they ran the least amount of plays last year. And so that's hard for, you know, a fantasy team because your, your offense is not on the field. And so they showed a little glimpse throughout the preseason that their offensive line has improved. And so because of that, I think they're going to be on the field longer. And so not to mention they released Brandon LaFell this offseason. So that was huge for me in looking at John Ross' opportunity going up with the team. So Mm. Brandon LaFell had nearly 90 targets with the team last year. That's that's a lot of targets for a player. And Brandon LaFell, you know, LSU player, we love our LSU players, but again, he is not a superstar. He's not going to blow you away with his fantasy production. So I think with John Ross sliding into that number two slot um, and A.J. Green, aj green drawing all the coverage i think that's a prime opportunity for john ross to go off you know with all those targets opening up for him so that's one guy i, I would
1: feel comfortable putting in your flex position this week mm. right and, and just to to kind of add on to that um as much as i don't want to acknowledge it i mean honestly the colts do have one of the worst secondaries in the league um according to pro football focus the coach secondary is ranked as the 32nd best in the league, which means that they're last place in the league. So um, I could definitely see those starts that you mentioned, especially with Andy Dalton and with John Ross um, starting against the Colts defense. And one thing that I would add on to that, even with Andy Dalton, if you're in a situation where you drafted Carson Wentz and that's your quarterback that you're rolling with this season and you figure that these first couple of weeks I may have to stream a quarterback on the waiver wire here and there picking someone up, Andy Dalton is a good pickup for you. Like Lowe said, to plug and play in your lineup. He could be a guy that if you're in that situation where you don't have Carson Wentz week one, drop Andy Dalton in there. Um and
0: let him start for your team. Yeah. I mean that's great. And again, you know, like Los mentioned you can find his article on our website. So make sure that you it's in all the links are in all our bios, but make sure that you check us out. Uh, The link you can find is uh, on our Instagram and Twitter, O underscore Benchwarmers, and that way you can find a lot of fantasy insight along with a lot of other things we've been working on, mock drafts, and uh, just a lot of interesting things, uh, NBA uh, insights, so just check out our website, you'll find that, and Carlos is going to be doing these articles weekly, so you'll be able to, as a fantasy player, get the upper end, Uh, but just uh, as I carry on along that fa- fantasy undertone, um, one thing that I did notice uh, with, with you know in this upcoming week is that there are a lot of tough matchups for players, and that even if they're like you know that guy on their team, a first round pick is going to be tough. Tough. I don't. I think that sometimes when you look at your lineup, you, you want your first round pick to guarantee you you mm-hmm. know a certain amount of points, but. What I'm seeing, bro, with some of these matchups, it's going to be tough. uh, You know, facing the defense. What what matchup do you think is one of the toughest ones? One of the toughest ones.
1: Yeah. Um. Hmm. One of the toughest matchups we got out there. For me, for me,
0: for me. You talking about week one? Huh? You talking for week one? Yeah, yeah. week one, man. (laughs)
2: year and you know and with Garoppolo going off and I think winning his last seven games and then you start this year off with a a tough matchup with the Vikings so I look forward to that matchup and seeing if that magic can continue with Jimmy Garoppolo you know by the way which I have him as one of my uh, bench warmers this week you know as you know aka one of my sits this week against the Vikings the Vikings defense is something serious you know and I, I just don't see him With his weapons going off week one, I think he
1: may have an average game, but I think ultimately I'll see the 49ers losing that game. Um, I think a high-end player out there that could potentially have a tough week um, is just the fact that Odell has to see that Jaguar secondary, and he's going to have to see Jalen Ramsey, and that could be a tough situation. I love Odell, and think Odell could potentially still kind of push through it, but that's a tough matchup. I mean, we know that secondary is the best secondary in the league, and they got arguably
0: two top five corners. So I think I'm going to go Devontae Freeman facing the Philadelphia Eagles in week one. I think that that's another tough matchup that I think a lot of people probably bought into him early in the first round, late second, I mean early second, late first round, but I think that's another matchup where I wouldn't expect too much There, you know, if he's able to give you maybe like 10, 12 points, I'd be satisfied. But I wouldn't expect a 20 point performance by him facing that that Eagles, that tough Eagles, that stingy Eagles defense this week. Uh, So we mentioned the worst one. What about who you think is going to have a big week?
1: Um, When I was looking at it and looking at the matchups, I think that this guy, Lowe's, doesn't care for too much, but. I think Melvin Gordon has a chance to have a big week this week. Um, Going against the Chiefs, that run defense is terrible. That rush defense is one of the worst in the league. According to Pro Football Focus, they rank them 31st in the league in the rush defense. So I think Melvin Gordon could be out to have a big opening week.
0: Yeah. Well... Well, I expect to have a big week, and I was fortunate enough to, to buy some stock in him this year in one of my leagues. That's Todd Gurley facing the Oakland Raiders, who just lost one of the best defenders in the league, <laughs> Khalil Mack. I expect Todd to have a really big week. Uh, I think that people who took that first pick on him, I was able to get him in uh, as a third pick in one of my leagues uh i think that if you you're gonna you're gonna reap the benefit and the reward right off the bat i expect him to have a, a 17 20 point game if not more uh to kick off his opening week los you have you have you, who you think' gonna have a big week this week uh besides
2: suspect, you know, not the, the good Giants defense that won championships in the past. I think they're going to feed Fournette, and I think Fournette's going to have a huge week. I mean, I know that's that's probably like an obvious pick, but you know, I think you can ride with Fournette getting at least 15 to
1: 22 carries a game. And so with that kind of that kind of workload, you know, and playing a, a suspect defense, I think he, he's going to have a good week. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Leonard is gonna have a, a really big week against that Giants defense, and I think he's gonna to need to have that kind of week. Um, because as I mentioned before, I think that Giants, um, that Giants offense has a chance to put up decent numbers. I know that Jags defense is tough, but it's still a lot of weapons out there. So I think, um, I think Leonard has a great opportunity, as you mentioned, uh, to have a huge week.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that matchup a lot. Um, I think Michael Thomas can have a big week this week too. He's facing Tampa Bay uh, on Sunday. I think that's another one that you could probably look to get your benefits from. Then you got Jimmy Graham with the Packers facing the Bears. What you think about that? You think you think Jimmy's gonna come out swinging, or you think Jimmy's gonna? Still trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah, I kind of like uh, Devonte Adams in that matchup. I kind of like Devonte Adams to have. Yeah, they, uh, do, they don't
0: have, Yeah, they, they they their secondary is not the strongest, yeah. but uh, I mean they do
1: have um with, uh Fuller over there, which he, he he's, he's he, nice. he injured. And then for some reason they say uh Kevin Tolliver from LSU. I know that Homer Bias is showing up, but they saying that um that he may. Have a chance to factor into it Like he may be in the rotation But Mm -hmm. I still think Devontae Adams Will have a big weekend One
2: guy I'm keeping an eye on The backfield I'm keeping an eye on Is the Ravens too You know the Bills right now Is probably rated the worst team In the NFL right now You know if you look at any power Probably in the bottom three Um, And so I think with that game script You know coming into play And maybe the Ravens hopping on You know jumping on them quick I think you know that's going to ultimately. Be able to feed Alex Collins and run a clock out, you know. So I think he's going to have a heavy workload. So, and he's shown last year
0: that he can be, you know, a good service running back. Yeah, so Alex again, Collins can, had a good that was a waiver pickup by me last year. Yes, a, a, an awesome waiver pickup, man. I, I like Alex Collins,
2: you know. I think he does some type of ballerina feet and stuff. So he's really, I, I'm not exactly sure. What's wrong, <laughs> but some type of uh, dancing or something that helps with his feet moving and it shows when he's running the ball that he's very very good with his feet you know um, he's very good with change of direction he's very patient I, you know I like him a lot you know I, um, but again I'm keeping an eye on that backfield because you, you still got people like Buck Allen
0: you know uh, in that backfield and I can't think of the guy's name right now but from they, La Tech who? the guy yes, from Live Tech. Tech yeah I can't think of his name off the top of my head that's it's gonna kill me but yeah, Dixon yeah, Dixon Dixon, sure. right? Yes, Kenneth Dixon. Thank you. Yeah, he's coming back from injury. Um, So, they got, you know, a couple of names in their backfield that could end up, you know, either leading them in carries or, you know, ultimately taking over the role. I don't know why people don't really trust Alex Collins and think you know. Somebody's yeah, I wasn't right. too high on him, bro. I mean, I saw him going second round in, in some of my drafts, and I'm just like – I just wouldn't, I don't feel it's, comfortable. He, he doesn't yeah. have,
1: as you would say, quote unquote, the sexy name or the like, yeah. he doesn't have that type of name recognition, but he has the production.
0: Yeah. He, yeah. And then, you know, Baltimore offense, their identity is not clear to me as well. That's true. Uh, they don't have consistent quarterback play. I, I you know, I, I don't know what direction they're going to go. That's why I wasn't too high on Crabtree this year, even though Crabtree, Crabtree took a step back last year, but. We know we're used to seeing what he does and out and when he was in Oakland, and you know I just didn't feel comfortable taking him because I don't know what Baltimore is going to do, you know. So, but uh, that that brings another note is that, I guess injuries. Uh, we had our first like knockout injury. In fact, that in one of my drafts. Uh, Jarek McKinnon was taken in the second round, and then the news was immediately released after that he would be out for the season. <laughs> what kind of look is that, man? To you know, so it's kind of like one of the first, like, I guess, big injuries. Cause everybody was expecting Jarek McKinnon with uh, with this new team with the 49ers to explode this year. And, you know, now he's out for the year with an ACL tear. I know that fantasy owners are scrambling, especially if your draft was like two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I would say go pick up Alfred Morris, though. Alfred Morris not saying that he's had the best recent history, but looking at how he performed in preseason and then seeing what he's done with Shanahan in the past, I mean, that was his most productive seasons were being with Shanahan, and so now he's paired up with him again, Um, and I think he's a good player that you can go pick up you know, sit him on your bench. Really, the the first couple of weeks, kind of yeah, scouting fill him out, out, see what he, see what he does. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a tough injury because people had high hopes for McKinnon this year.
0: But I was looking at Alfred Morris even last year in Dallas, and even the the, the little workload that he was getting, he still looked good. You yeah. know, um, so I mean, Alfred is not a good. I, I advise anybody, and I should have said this in our first uh, opinion OP the bench warmers fantasy episode. I advise anybody who has who takes a, a running back that high in the second or first round to always get his handcuffed. Always get his handcuff. Because you never know. You have to protect that investment. If you're gonna go that high on a running back, you gotta protect him. And you know, I think that a lot of a lot of fantasy players, if you drafted McKinney, you should have had Alfred Morris on your team anyway. Yeah. Because of things like this. So. I
1: know this isn't totally injury related, but are you suggesting for people also to go out there and get James Conner with this whole Le'Veon Bell situation? Oh, definitely. You say going snag him off the waiver. Yeah, right? if he
0: out there. But I think that I don't think Le'Veon. I doubt Le'Veon a miss a will miss a regular season game. I'd be I'd be very very shocked. I'd be very shocked. But uh, that brings another one: Alshon Jeffrey. You know, they uh, said originally that he was going to be out three to four weeks, but now it's looking like it's only going to be two weeks. Could be sooner. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he was able to get him in... I know in my draft I was able to get him in the eighth round in one of my drafts. So, that's high value for uh, Alshon and Jeff. Lowe. Lowe's not trying to hear that, man. He got Aguilar sitting on his bench, man. Man, Aguilar, man, he, it don't matter how many targets Aguilar gets, is he going to catch those targets? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you're not going have- Year, you know, and so you look at Nick Foles, you know, um, when he played on the center this year, you know, so he targeted the most targeted player
2: was Zach Ertz with 48 targets, but coming in second was Aguilar with 40. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm sorry, Foles showed that he likes to throw it to the middle of the field, you know, the slot receiver in Aguilar. And Zach uh, so I, I look at it in that way, and I'm like, okay, you know, that's Foles right now, and I mean, who knows when Winch is coming back? So I mean, I think at least for these first two games, Adell will be a good flex play, you know, going forward, you know, because again, you know, Nick Foles likes to target the middle of the field. And one note, um, I, I didn't, when you guys are on the Morris, I didn't want to butt in on you guys, but the um, recent report came out that Matt Breida is actually taking. String carries in practice, so that's another guy to keep an eye on. You know, if you know it may, you know, Kyle uh, Kyle Shanahan may take the high hand approach with those two and take whoever's going off that game to get the most carries. So I'll keep an eye for the fantasy players out there looking on the waiver. I keep an eye out there for Matt Breida um, to pick up.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Really good point right there. Um. One thing that I know I got to get before we end up getting out of here and potentially closing this pile right now, I still got to get these preseason predictions from y'all. So we won't have to go division by division, but I need to hear who you got going to the Super Bowl because I got to get this before the season starts so we don't have all this changing our minds later on about who's going and no, I really picked this. I got to hear it. So on the spot right now, who is coming out the Ready? NFC and the AFC?
0: Mm, I got the Saints coming out the NFC. And then out of the AFC, I think that Jacksonville puts it all together. And I think they figure it out and get to the Super Bowl. So Jacksonville and the Saints. So out of
2: the NFC, I got
0: either the Rams or the Vikings. No, man, one we team. team. <laughs> alright, alright. I got
1: I, I got the Rams going.
2: Um and out of the AFC. Oh man. I got
0: I got I, I wanna say I think the Steelers is gonna get that. Hmm. Even yeah. with the Le'Veon issues and all that, of that. That's that's gonna be in the be far
2: rear view mirror when the season starts, and it's week five. Gotcha. And um my picks,
1: um in the NFC, I got the Saints Not coming out. The Cubs, bro. Not I, the Cubs. Come on, bro, how you gonna steal my thunder like that, bro? I'm about <laughs> to pull out my team and say my team gonna go in and get there. But nah, man, I hated to hear it cause it sounded like I'm copying off a of rob, but that's actually who my picks were. I got the Saints coming out of the NFC and I got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking that step and coming out the AFC. They were right there last yeah. year. They yeah. really should have they really should have won that there. Game. yeah. Um, especially that that call, that fumble that really should have been called return yeah. for a touchdown that they didn't get that correct call on. Um and they had some other little kind of bogus or kind of questionable calls. But I think that they make it out. That defense is gonna be crazy and I think that Bordos takes another step forward this year. Leonard Fournette is only going to get better. Um, so, yeah, I think you're looking at a, a Jacksonville Jaguars, New Orleans Saints Super Bowl. Saints fans and, and even guy, people that are rooting for LSU going to have to root against Leonard Fournette in a Super Bowl. What
0: a, what a story, man. <laughs> Leonard Fournette facing his hometown team yeah. to win the prize, man. Yeah, that, that, that's going to be a good one, bro. That's going to be a good yeah, one. Yeah, I, I just
1: had to get there before we go into the season. I ain't Another matchup I'm everything.
0: looking forward to, man, not only is it because Carlos is a Rams fan, but I'm looking forward to when the Saints play the Rams this season. That's going to be, be a, be a, a heavy heavyweight game, fight. Yeah. Ooh, heavyweight fight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. You know, um, I recently just got my tickets to that game,
2: so I'll be in town in New Orleans to watch that game live. So. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how, because last year that game was actually pretty good and it came down to the wire. You know, that's weird because we played the Saints the last, I believe, two or three years, so we played the Saints, you know, quite a bit. So, I mean, I think time just ran out on the Saints last year because you guys were driving and it was close, but I think we, we really we put together a good game plan against the Saints. Um, I'm hoping, you know, we get the same same thing this year.
0: Against the Saints because man the Saints the Saints are scary. Get, I ain't gonna lie, to you. It's a scary team. And I, I don't I don't know. I was on, I was on Pens and needles. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be an interesting matchup, bro. I, you know, uh I think that Davenport man, he looked really really good yep. in his preseason games, and he looked it look, it's looking like we did the right thing in trading up to get him. Yep. And I think that that's one of the things that we needed to do was get get Cam some help. Not that he needs it, but he been playing so many years without anything around him, and he finally had an All Pro season last year. But you know, if you let if you able to let Cam, you know, do him, and then you got Sheldon Rankins on that line. You got now you got Davenport on that line. Uh, we got we was able to get um, Davis, Demario Davis, is it Demario Davis? Uh, Who was able to get him at, at linebacker? Uh, we we actually padded up our defense, and what's scary scares that we've actually kind of gotten better on the defense. So you know, Marcus Williams, that got better. You so Those young better.
1: guys are just getting better. Yeah. Like they were already ridiculous yeah. last year. Even P.J.
0: Crazy. Williams getting better. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? That,
1: so. that matchup, just like you mentioned it right there, that's actually my pick for the NFC Championship. Yeah, right that's that. so be I think nasty, that's actually bro. a preview of the NFC Championship game. And really, will have big implications because really that type of game could decide home field for that
0: side. Yeah, that, it's a lot riding. Then Brandon Cooks coming back to New Orleans yeah. to face his old team, so you know he's gonna be playing with a chip on his shoulder going against Marshawn Lattimore. Oh my crazy. gosh, bro! You got
1: Michael Thomas matching up with your boy Peters on the outside, or maybe the yeah. key to leave. Yeah. That's that's car- that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of talent on the field
0: on that game. The Dominican can sue out. Gonna be out there. Yeah, yeah. it's going. Donald, the new million dollar yeah. man has. Sp- oh, will buy <laughs> you high paper one day. Remember that little Sims his knee, and the
1: grandpa
0: where he walk in and walk right back out there. How quick that was. Right, right. So yeah, that that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a fun one, man. But Thursday, man, I'm. I'm God right, I cannot wait, bro. Yeah, we've been waiting for a
1: while. It's yeah. finally that time, man. Finally that
0: time. So yeah, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it going. I mean so I mean, for the NFL episode, man, we did it.
1: Yeah. Think? Yeah. No, I um like you said, man, I'm just really excited. Once again, we plug in that article again. Go check out uh Los's article um on our site. All the fantasy players out there go and check that out. And just get ready for a good, fun, and entertaining NFL season. I know we all been waiting on it. We've been waiting to be able to watch football on Sundays again. And I'm, I'm just ready for it. Man. No more
0: Sundays without the NFL until February. So, we're going to enjoy it. And, of course, your pen benchwoman is will be covering it all. Uh, make sure you catch us on the next episode. Make sure that you continue supporting us. We appreciate all the feed- feedback, love, and support. Thank you for listening to this episode. And make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you leave a review if you feel inclined to do so. Uh, we are on Stitcher. We are on iTunes. And we are on Google Play. Right, you, can get you finally that time. said Google Play. <laughs> you finally said it, right? Follow us on O underscore Benchwarmers on Instagram and Twitter. And we are out of here. Peace.